This is Ethan, and I'm here with Dave, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 47-inch. On this week's episode, we interview Jason Alchill, the super fan that Al surprised by redesigning his room on VH1. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast. Ethan, I am so head over heels for your mother. Excuse me? You know, Craig's band. We talked to him last week about his punk Weird Al covers. Ah, yes, of course. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, I really do enjoy those songs. And speaking of which, you'll never guess what showed up in the mail last week. Your mother's Weird album on vinyl? How did you know? Well, you told me. We do talk off the air, you know. We do? Yes, you text me every day and tell me what you ate for lunch and breakfast and dinner Uh, and midnight snack. Okay, if that's true... What did I eat yesterday? Vegan Mexican food for every single meal, every day for the last nine months. This week's episode brought to you in part by the vegan Mexican restaurant Burrito Burrito in Troy, New York, home of the two-pound double-wrapped in a quesadilla Burrito Burrito. Come on down to Burrito Burrito and Burrito Burrito, your Burrito Burrito. Find them at burritosquared.com and at burritosquared on Instagram. And remember, not every burrito is a burrito burrito burrito, but every burrito 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 can be burrito burritoed. Ah, they're so good. So let's talk about what's happening this week in Al News. Yeah, so... As you know, Al's Twitter account has been a hotbed for entertainment news headlines. The other week, it was him saying that he wasn't going to be writing My Corona. This week, he was goofing on Madonna, and it made all the headlines. Yeah, Al retweeted Madonna's video where she was changing the words to Vogue, and, well, Al really said it best. He said, see, not so easy, is it? (laughs) So good. That thing was so hard to watch. (laughs) I got about five seconds into it, and I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. (laughs) (laughs) So the most important Al news this week was that our friend Jonah Ray has started a brand new podcast called Social Distancing with Jonah Ray, where he interviews his friends from a safe distance. And this week, Jonah interviewed none other than Weird Al himself. And not only that, he also premiered his version of Yoda And he even mentioned a certain podcast that he's been a guest on. That's right. He mentioned our podcast and our amazing live UHF screening event in Schenectady, New York. That is so cool. Thank you so much, Jonah, for the shout out. And after he mentioned our podcast, he gave Weird Al a phone call and... It was really cool because he was talking to Weird Al and Al was driving in his car or something like that. It was really interesting. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of fun tidbits in there. I mean, it's just, it's a regular conversation with Al. It's really worth listening to. You know, they just have a good conversation. One thing that stood out to me is how Al has this Simpsons robe that he's had for 10 years and he wears it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> If he got rid of that robe, Dave, would that be germane for the Weird Al collection? (laughs) Weird Al's personal Simpsons robe. (laughs) I think so. I think that would have to be in there. Another fun thing that they talked about in the interview is just how they react to like fans coming up to them and stuff. And Jonah, and we saw this, you know, how he's like, I overreact when fans come up to me. I just keep talking to them and they're eventually like, all right, nice to see you. You know, I gotta go. (laughs) You know. And Al's like, he's always, you you would see Al is always so genuinely nice with his fans. And he, he even says, you know, he realizes that sometimes, you know, especially at these VIP meet and greets that, you know, these fans, they get to interact him, with him for 10 seconds or so, you know, and that is, you know, how they base his opinion on him. So, of course, he's going to be nice to them because he wants them to go away feeling like, you know, he was nice to them. Right. Of course. And, you know, Al is just a really nice guy when it comes down to it. Right. They touch on that, too, in the interview. So, yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. It's called Social Distancing with Jonah Ray. You can find it on almost all the major podcast apps. Yeah. And if you want to visit it directly, head over to anchor.fm slash 
Jonah Ray. Definitely worth checking out. All right, let's get into this week's interview. We are so excited to welcome to the program. He is the Weird Al superfan who won a surprise of the lifetime. He had a room decorated by Weird Al on VH1's Rock the House. Please welcome to the program, Jason Alchill. Hey guys, nice to be here. Thanks for calling in. Oh my God, what an amazing thing. (laughs) Yeah, it was... It was an amazing thing. It was uh, it's about 17 and a half years ago. Wow. Uh, Ethan, I think you undersold him. He's not just a lucky fan who got Weird Al to decorate his house. He is, according to VH1, Weird Al's number one fan. That's, That's true. Right. That's true. <laughs> so let me let me let me just clarify one thing. I, I I I am his number one fan, but I was his number one fan in 2002. So you know. I didn't go get his, you know, star on the walk of fame or get anything <laughs> tattooed or anything. So, you know, we're all number one fans here. Yeah, but only one it's of us a, had, race. had our house decorated by Weird Al. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> to someone like Dave and I, I'm sure you see us. This is the first thing out of your mouth. Hey, Weird Al decorated my house. When you meet someone new who's not necessarily a Weird Al fan, how many minutes before you drop the bomb? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> at, my, at, my, at my job, I have the article like on my bulletin board in my office so that I can point to it because it's people generally don't believe me much anyway. So I have to like, you know, point to something to to say it's true, but generally never. And then once they see it and they realize that it's like, Oh my God, it's like, you know, laying claim to fame, just, you know, number one fan. I know the number one fan of Weird Al and and people, you know, I don't know if they like me or they like the fact that I just am the number one fan. I'm not sure, but (laughs) it's so amazing. And when you explain it to people, I mean, Rock the House is not necessarily like a household name kind of show. Yeah, it's and it, it it went off the air, obviously. So in order to explain the story, I always have to, you know, tell people that this is back in the day when reality TV shows were a big, a big deal. Um, there was a <laughs> or bigger deal anyway. Um, there was a there was a similar show on um, Discovery Channel. I can't remember the name of it, but you know where they would redo rooms. I mean, that was just that was just a big thing to do. So. They put on, you know, VH1 put this show on, Rock the House, and they um, were looking for the number one fans of various artists, um, but they didn't present it that way. You know, they they were just, um, you know, I don't know, I, I don't, I, I don't know if you guys were around back then. I mean, um, Dave, you probably had seen this at one point, but um, you know, it was back in the days of just the website. So you go on the website and they say they're looking for the number one fan. Or, or people devoted to be number one fan. And then you had to fill out a questionnaire as to why you were the number one fan and, um, you know, why you had to submit a video as, as kind of saying why you were. So, you know, you, you asked me, like, what people normally ask. And, and it's, it's, it's always like, wait, how did you become the number one fan? And I, I always just say, well, because I am. But... Not only am I familiar with watching this program, but I also applied to the program. <laughs> and you beat me out. So at least in 2002, <laughs> I... you, the VH1, the powers that be at VH1, thought that you were a bigger Weird Al fan than I was. So I'm impressed. Well, you really must be. That's an honor. <laughs> that's an honor. I appreciate that. Um, I don't usually to most people I will say, yeah, I am. But I, you guys are are certainly uh, big fans. And it's you know, it's it's not a competition by any means. Um, and it's funny, Dave, I like one time when I was backstage after one of the shows, right after it had happened, I, I was, you know, in line with like the 501st or whatever. And some girl came up to me and just kind of got in my face and said, kind of like what you just said. It's like, so I lost to you? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you, you did. <laughs> you know, I'm a bigger fan, I guess. I don't know. I didn't pick it. You know, I, I just tell them Weird Al picked me, but I, I'm i sure VH1 had something to do with it, too. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Who was the deciding factor? Was it VH1 or did, did Al have any input as to who got chosen? Uh, I was told that he reviewed the the applications and that there were a lot of strong candidates. I'm sure you were up there, man. Um, <laughs> but no, they they uh, they didn't. They said that he he liked it a lot, I, you know. And I, you know, you can you can believe what you want for what they what they tell you, but um, I'd like to think that he he picked me. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? 
<laughs> in the clip, it's Rock the House, and it's on YouTube if anyone wants to search for it. I think it's called Weird Al Rocks the House, and it's in three parts. In one of the clips, we saw a little bit of your video, but how long was your actual video that you it submitted, had, Al? Yeah, so it had to be like, I'm going to say four to five minutes. And, you know, back in the day, I, you know, I thought it was like I was the only person with uh, the complete Al or the authorized Al. Cause you know, those were really, really hard to get back then. Yeah. Um, and that was in my head. I mean, I, I know other people had it, but, um, and I, you know, I had, uh, I had a autographed part of the guitar from one of the shows. And, um, you know, I think if it, I showed in the video on the, on the, on the show, but my, I just had my son, James, who was, uh, at the time, like two and a half months, and I dressed him up like Weird Al. So on the <laughs> video, you know, I I pick him up and, um, you know, he's, he's dressed up like, you know, the Al was back in the day. Um, and then also I had said that, um, you know, there's that big read campaign where uh, all the different celebrities would, you know, it's like for libraries where they would say read uh, and have their picture on it. And so there's a Weird Al one and I. I put that in my son's room. So I don't know. I think I also, they, they, you know, they seemed like they, they could get whatever they needed out of me. Like I I wasn't, I was easy to talk to or, you know, approachable. I don't know. You weren't some freak with like tattoos of weird Al in this band. Yeah. I'm trying to say that nicely. (laughs) Not a freak. Just I didn't have any tattoos. (laughs) I know this was a long time ago, but do you know what the timeline was from you submitting this video to them actually showing up? Yeah, I think it was, I'll just say sort of like early summer, I think, because it was shot at the end of September. Um, And then uh, it aired on November 11th. Hmm. Um, So, you know, I think they they prepped, uh, you know, they did a lot of prep work. They, um, you know, the idea was that it would, if, if anyone's watched it, if you guys seen it, you know, it's like I, they get me out of the house to, to go to a casino with my friends all day in Iowa. I live in Chicago. That's it's about three hours away. Mm, um, okay. And that, that this was supposedly going to happen in a day, but it, it, it was really over two days. Um, it, it was, it was a, uh, so, so the show was shot, I'm saying over a two day period. And Al was there for just the second day. Cause the first day, I think they were just setting up. I wasn't there. Um, and, you know, the, the, one of the craziest things about it all is that, you know, while it's awesome that he came over to my house and surprised me and gave me all these cool things, but he spent the whole day with my wife and my kids. <laughs> I mean, so he knows her better <laughs> on that show. So Karen always holds, you know, she was, she was a good sport for sure. <laughs> now, maybe Karen was the actual winner. And did she submit a video? I mean, Karen is is definitely lucky. She got to hang out, you know, all day with Weird Al, and she's married to the number one fan. Right. right. Yes. I'm very lucky too. I better be careful. <laughs> I am though. So, did they get in touch with your wife and and just say like, hey? Yeah. And she she kept it quiet. She didn't spill the beans at all. Yeah, I mean, it was it, correct, and I think they would they would blow up the house if she said anything but um basically it's a hard secret to keep so i kind of had an idea something was probably going on um just because like my friends and i don't go to the casino in the middle of the week for two days um believe it or not um and i mean you know we do that on the weekend maybe but um and then you know like there there was just i don't know if it's i can't remember if it's on the video but like they were trying to stall for time. So they were asking me to, she, they had her call me and ask me to go get diapers at the store. Um, <laughs> and I, don't, I don't get diapers at the store. Yeah. So it was just weird stuff like that. So you knew so, something yeah, was, was up. <laughs> I knew something was up and, but you know, I didn't know what the plan, you know, I, I, I didn't understand enough of it until I got there and I saw it. And I, um, the, so on the show, the way they, they surprised me was that um, I walk into the house and then, you know, I'm like freaking out in my own way. And, um, <laughs> you know, we, uh, they, they VH1, like the host, hostess comes out and she's like saying, Jason, you know, this is your Weird Al's number one fan. You won and he wishes he could be here. And they, um, you know, they, they play a video, a VHS tape of him saying you know jason i'm sorry i couldn't be here you know 
and then he jumps out and surprises <laughs> me. And I knew right then that was it because, um, and Dave, I know you were there, uh, Alcon in Evanston, 2000, I think it was 2000, 98. Yeah. yeah. So he did that exact same thing <laughs> um, where they played, I think almost close to the same video where he was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I couldn't make it. And then he, then he popped out of nowhere <laughs> showed up on stage. So, so then the moment you saw that, you know, Al was playing the same joke that he played at Alcon 98 on you. Were you freaking out inside? Say, where is he? Where is he? And ready for him to jump out. Yeah, kind of. Yes, exactly. Because I knew it. And then, and then you know, I'm comprehending this. I, I think I can say it in the video. This is a lot to process. It's like, right now, that's your house. Right. And your, your, your whole, I mean, that's huge. It's huge that Weird Al came to your house. And I mean, I, I idolize the guy. I've, idolized him all my life and you know here he is i'd met him a few times you know that you know backstage or whatever on a few shows you know i got my pick i met him at alcon uh in 98 that was sort of the main time i really met him and talked to him but i mean this was surreal and i got all that cool stuff right (laughs) wow i haven't he he autographed an accordion for me We definitely want to get to where some of that stuff is now, but I, I want to hear more about yeah. the show itself. So you're gone for two days. Al comes in the second day. Was your wife involved with any of the, the planning, or was the design strictly Al and VH1 and the designers? Yeah, no, she she signed a lot of papers. Um, and <laughs> VH1, and it's really MTV. MTV right, right. owns or owned MT, uh, VH1. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, no, it was like you're – you, you can sleep in, in your own house for two days, but we're going to be in charge. And no, she didn't plan any of it. They asked her obviously to cooperate with a lot of things. And, you know, obviously she did. It wasn't, um, it wasn't a hard thing for her to right. do. The tricky thing was though, we just had this newborn son and he, uh, you know, so she was kind of with him obviously while a lot of this was going on. Um, and they make it seem like it's easy to do what they did, but it's a lot of noise and it's like, 30 people going in and out of the house constantly doing all that stuff. Yeah. It's, it was, it was a TV set, you know, it was basically like you were in a, in a studio. They turned my house into a studio. (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. So you come home, you see the thing, Al's there. What happens next? Well, you know, I, I, you mean like on the show itself, uh, when he jumps out, I mean, that's all pretty genuine when they, when they show my reaction and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, they were in the middle of like, you know, recording the show while it's happening. So I'm kind of like all over the place in my brain. Like what's happening? Is everyone safe? What happened to my house? Weird Al Yankovic is here. Where did he come from? All that stuff. And then they, you know, they say, okay, that's a wrap. And then like the lights go off and I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. What's, what's really happening here? And you know, they were, they were so happy because they did it. They, they, they did such a great job. I've heard uh, Weird Al had, had sent me a note afterwards uh, saying that it was supposedly the best, you know, episode of that show when it was on, of that series while it was on. Wow. Um, and the, uh, um, but yeah, it, it blew my mind. He left after like 15, 20 minutes. I mean, he talked to me a little bit and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be totally straight with you, man, I don't, I don't remember all of it. I mean, it yeah. was pretty, I was pretty like days. <laughs> you know out of my mind and my friends you know my friends Halden and Dom they had taken me to the to the casino and back and I mean they're just standing there they knew about it all along you know (laughs) so Al leaves they just clean up and leave and then you're just like (laughs) standing there just like what (laughs) yeah Yeah, I mean they made a mess so um and they they kind of cleaned it up but it was a lot of like you know, what just happened, like a truck literally just went through your, your brain in your house. So, um, yeah, I mean, and then you're, you know, like you're checking everything out, you know, just looking at all this stuff. Did, did I really just get an accordion from Weird Al? Did I, I got a plasma TV. That right. was, you know, back then. I think, I'm not kidding. I think that TV was like eight grand back Whoa. in 2002. Wow. Five or six grand. Now, you know, they're they're a few hundred bucks even. But um, so it was, it was really exciting, you know. You know, rectangle TV that was, um, <laughs> you know, digital or whatever. So that was that was cool. So, so I was I was excited beyond belief and grateful for to my wife for making it all come together the way she did. And and uh, and then I I think I just 
told the world about it in an email. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> when, we, when it came out on November 11th, um, you know, the, uh, I had people over and we watched it and it was just, it was just mind blowing. Absolutely mind blowing. For the people who maybe haven't seen this or haven't seen it in a while, can you walk us through the room? Like what actually were the features yeah. of this room? Yeah. Yeah. So the idea for the TV show was that they were going to redecorate a room to the number one fan of their rock stars personality. So they didn't do Prince, but I always use that as an example. Like if it was the number one Prince fan, it would be like purple, you know, that, that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, whereas, so I said, well, I got weird out. Um, and so the room was, the idea was that a missile had, uh, <laughs> gone off in the room and then there was, it was explosions with colors. Um, I have the, the, what do you call it? Like the blueprint of it. And I can show you guys a, a, a picture of it, but oh, cool. basically it was, um, so they were trying to, you know, this is this isn't Weird Al making it up. This is, I think, the the studio executives making it up and running it past Al that it was okay. Um, so the idea was, you know, it was probably sponsored by Sony. So I'd have this this um, plasma TV. They put a missile in the corner of my room, and and it is legitimately a uh, it is a piece of an airplane, is what it really is. But they <laughs> wow. painted it to look like it was a missile. Um, and they put like cartoon, you know, explosions all over the place. Uh, they put a, a bunch of different like funky furniture. Um, one of the furnitures, they, it was like a Jackson Pollock theme thing where they splashed paint on it during the day. And I think, I think they were just trying to teach people, viewers, like how to make, how to paint on a couch or something. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> so I had this, I had these two couches with, um, paint splattered all over it um and then i had what was really cool on the show was a uh a, a tribute to wheel of fish was a, a coffee table with fish in it yeah um yes. and it looked so cool um but if you think about it you know if you had a if you had a coffee table in your living room with fish in it i mean it's not that practical <laughs> no um, <laughs> fish didn't make it long and it just oh. got smelly oh. and it, yeah it didn't it didn't work but it was a really cool thought for sure and i think a lot of the stuff they just got a lot of like colorful type you know shelves and drapes and things like that i think from ikea um that's what i think they did but um it's a lot i mean it was yeah it was like literally like you know drapes and and um oh i got a i got a weird like cd player from sony too that that i could play my al music on or something like that <laughs> um but yeah it's a lot of cool stuff um and the uh you, you know i anyway yeah sorry that's that's kind of what it what it overall looked like yeah, there are a couple other things that you didn't mention and i want to ask you about them and that yeah. is you did mention earlier the signed accordion but you did not mention the eat it cake so okay that's a great example of of because if, if you're going to ask me where some of this stuff is i'm going to tell you some of the stuff i don't know because that they put a cake in there you know in as a homage to eat it um but I, it wasn't that special it was like a cake um on a on a pretty cool like platter uh glass platter so i think we still have the platter but it it didn't it wasn't it wasn't like the accordion or anything like that you know it wasn't it wasn't as weird al ask i guess um he, he also autographed my wall um, <laughs> so um long story short i guess we 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 did have to move from that house i don't live in that house anymore. oh no um yeah and way but one of the things just before people start hating me um i i did get weird al's permission before i do i have it in writing but he said <laughs> it's totally fine if i move and uh I had a, I had a I had this great you know plan in my head that I was going to sell it for millions of dollars um, <laughs> because it was the Weird Al house. But right. <laughs> no, that didn't work out. Um, in fact, the person that bought it, um, she she was like a single mom. She had never heard of Weird Al, and um, when we oh, were no. at the closing, we were at the closing. I I said, hey, look, if if you don't really care, I'll I'll give you a hundred bucks if you'll you know, saw the, the wood out of the <laughs> wall and uh, she said, okay. And then like 
six months later, she she redid the room back to the way it was, I think. Um, but she said, OK, I have the I have the, the piece of your wood. Will you give me my hundred dollars? And I was like, <laughs> oh, did I say that? Yeah. yeah <laughs> so I, I did. I, I have it's one of my one of my prized possessions now is I I have that piece of wood in my house, uh, <laughs> along with a picture of my new house that Weird Al autographed and said, I have not been here dot 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 yet (laughs) (laughs) so when you sold the house did you leave i mean it sounds like you left the the signed wall did you leave the missile sticking through the (laughs) no 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 i took the missile man if someone if weird al gives you a missile you take it Um, (laughs) so no i i have the missile uh you know it's in my basement it's it's kind of in storage i don't know what to do with it um and I, I don't really want to sell it, but at the same time, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think I should be selling missiles. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Dave would be happy to take it off your hands. If you... <laughs> I thought about Dave. I thought about Dave. Um, I mean, I would like we'll the see. missile, but I don't know what the hell I'd do with it. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's huge. It's literally, it's part of an airplane. So I don't know. If your if your collector's room is big enough, Dave, but, um, I'll take some pictures. If you you know, I need I need to get a hundred bucks back somehow. Right. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. So the fish died. You said. Yeah. Did you preserve yeah. any of the fish for the collection? I did not. Oh. I did not. I I know. I know. Uh, no, I suck. I, I did not but- keep any of the fish. <laughs> All right, so just just I'm gonna go through this list of names that Al named the fish, and I think he said that there were 20 fish in there, and I don't have 20 names here, so I need to know what some of these other fish you named them. So oh. we have Bobby and Jimmy, yeah. Debbie, yep. Cisco, Coolio, Stinky, <laughs> right. and Mr. Belvedere. Um, <laughs> there was definitely a Karen, a James, Emma, Halden, Tom. They were all the ones that helped on the show. Um, and then uh, there was definitely a Dave and Ethan. Oh, good. Oh, okay. Ethan Fish. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure I did. I'm sure. <laughs> Trust me. Can you verify that, or is that we just have to take your word for it? <laughs> uh, yeah, just believe me. Okay. Trust me. <laughs> So the accordion, I'm assuming you kept. I, I want a, a full inventory of everything in the room. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, gosh, there's a lot of things. Um, I mean, it's even like, you know, they have like the like plastic explosions, like like artwork um, that I, again, I can take pictures of all this and shoot it to you guys. Um, but they, yeah, they, um, uh, and, and, and honestly, I don't remember every single thing. Um, they gave us like some, some carpets that was like rainbowish. Um, <laughs> they gave us, they put these, I, I can't even describe it on your show here, but like they, they put like these colorful bowls on a board and turned it into a <laughs> door. Oh uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They did. Uh, um, and I like they gave me a, a stand for the TV, which is really cool. They gave me a display case, which is where the eat a cake was in. Um, and that was really cool. I mean, I, I, I hung on to that because it's like, you know, a display case. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, and I still have the TV, but I don't, I, I literally like uh, about a year ago, just stopped using it. I, I still have it, but you know, there were, I needed a bigger one or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Well, 17 years is a long time to have a yeah. TV. <laughs> it worked. It worked though. Yeah. <laughs> what about the curtains? The curtains I need to know about the curtains. So- the curtains I I hung on to. Um, I have them. I don't know that I will ever put them up again. Because uh, if you look at it, it is it's it's like a like it's like a Hawaiian Hawaiian esque. I can't remember if it's a it's a girl in a yeah Hawaiian shirt or something like that. Um, yeah, it's a cooler girl. Not really flowers. Yeah, you, you, yeah. You got to understand. I mean, if it was just if, if I lived in my house by myself now, I mean, it would be a lot <laughs> different. But my wife was really cool about letting me do this at all. So yeah, we don't have the we don't have the hula girl um, curtains or anything like that. You know how baseball card companies, they'll get like a jersey and they'll cut it up and they'll put it into cards? I feel like you could do that with the yeah. curtains. You could have a trading card there, set. <laughs> Just... I, I wish I wish I had thought of something like that back then because like for, for at least a, a few months, I mean, it was because VH1 played it over and over again. You know, that's just sort of how they how they did it 
um, you know, I was I was at a place where I mean, it was it was really going to my head. I even I got stopped in the mall once or twice where people like recognized me. It was it was <laughs> wow. it was just wow. really uh, strange. So yeah, I mean, like you have like a like a fifteen minutes of fame, um, and it was it was just really cool. I wish I had I had thought of the idea of capitalizing on it, like shredding up the <laughs> the rot, you know, the curtains yeah. and um, selling it off. But you know. I, I, at that point in my life was like, I'm never moving. I'm just, <laughs> we're living here forever. But, uh, like I said, I had to, I had to confirm that that was cool with, with weird Al before I did that. <laughs> oh, don't, oh, Jason, don't worry. VH1 continues to play things over and over again. I was also <laughs> interviewed, uh, for VH1 for my tattoos and still every once in a while, I get somebody, I saw you on TV last night. So yeah. this, this fame <laughs> does not go away. This is going to last forever. But I think Dave, I think your, your tattoo when you were on TV was a few months after this show. Oh, wasn't it, wasn't it an early 2003 or yeah, it was, yeah, I think it was 2003. Right. So I would I would like to think that this show is played over and over again and people liked it. And VH1 said we need more Weird Al. So they, they got you and they got you out to L.A. You were you were in L.A. walking around and you said, where's that star? And you you went oh. from there. Like That's how I'd like to think. Well, then I owe you a really big thank you. You are welcome. (laughs) Jason. No, that's not true. Can you get me on on VH1? I I haven't been on yet out of the three of us. You have not. I'll I'll see. I'll I'll go check my uh, my book from 17 years ago. We'll go go check our contacts. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Everything have uh, you have your hair permed like Weird Al or something for their next episode. (laughs) True. So again, when I was sort of like in that cloud of, oh my God, what, what is happening here? I, I did say something to Al, like, you know, how do I, how do I thank you or something like that? And he said, just, just email Bermuda. That, that was sort of his, his quick <laughs> answer. So from when it was over, I, that was, that was what I did was I, I was going through Bermuda and man, those guys were all just so cool. They, you know, they, they let me, you know, they'd give me passes to go backstage and stuff like that. Um, and it was just cool that he, that he knew me, you know, that was, that was like the real prize for me. I mean, like this connection that I had with him, uh, really was the value and the accordion. Yeah. Um, but, um, one of the things I, I asked, so I emailed Bermuda, like, seriously like i think i did 27 questions just on purpose (laughs) and then bermuda said was like ah you can ask three of these so (laughs) i i chose to ask al if i could give him some furniture back if i could you know buy something for him to which he said he said that uh him and suzanne are fine with with what they got but thanks um i asked him i think i said could i be in a video and he said you know everyone wants to be in a video. Oh, I said, I do it for free. And he said, everyone pretty much does it for free anyway. But, um, <laughs> but he said, you know, but if, you know, if, if I ever need somebody that, that looks like you, yeah, definitely. Or something like that. And then, uh, but then I asked him, um, you know, can I keep, you know, if, if I can move and, you know, is it okay if I, you know, what if I don't have all the stuff? And he said something to the effect of like, no, man, that's your stuff. It was, you won. It was really cool being at your house. Um, but, you know, if you don't want that plasma TV, I can probably find somebody that wants it. <laughs> That's so great. He's always funny. So a couple years after this whole thing, you contributed some behind-the-scenes photos to the Weird Al Star yeah. Fund. Can you guys tell me about that? Yeah. Um, so that was Dave. You put that together, right? Like for, for just um, – I remember you guys were talking about it, I think, in – one of the last few episodes, but, um, you, you put together an Allender. Um, yeah, I think it was 2000. I can't remember if the calendar was for 2004. I bet it was 2005, um, 2005. So good thing I didn't bet. Um, but the, <laughs> uh, the, and I see, I, I, I trust you if that's what you say, but the, um, yeah, I got, I, I, I submitted a few pictures. Um, the photographer from that show, gave my wife a CD with like all these professional photos. So that was pretty cool too. We got, um, and I, I gave that to Dave or, you know, I, I didn't know you at the time, Dave, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, and it was, it was, I think we were, 
maybe March. I don't know. But uh, that was pretty cool, too. I, I'd like to think you sold zillions of, <laughs> of copies. Of Single-handedly. Yeah, I'd that, like to think that. That Allender uh, got the 40000 Oh, awesome. Well, there you go. 2005 was a good year. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Are there any things that, that we didn't touch on that we would be remiss not to cover? That is a fair question. I think the main thing is that if, if you watch the show, and as cool as, as Weird Al is for sure, you know, the 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 whole concept of being on a reality show is 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 kind of weird in itself because <laughs> I, I don't know that it's I don't I, you know I don't want to like say bad things necessarily but it's just it's not exactly all what it seems and an example would be in the in the in the video they they trade they they follow me to the casino or whatever and you know they they kind of made it seem like I was a high roller I. I don't, I don't play. They were trying to like build me into somebody that I really wasn't. I, I mean, I didn't care. I mean, people that know me know me, but it was just like, um, I, you know, I was, they were saying, yeah, he's drinking and gambling and throwing a lot of money as the high roller or something like that. And that's, that they were just saying that to make it seem cool. Like when, when she would call me on the phone, like, I don't even think she, I mean, there was no, nobody was really checking in with anybody. It, it, it was just all for show. Right, so right. <laughs> I don't, I don't mean to like play it down or anything like that, but that was, that was the only thing. It was, it was interesting seeing that. And, you know, weird Al is just, just so cool about everything. So, um, you know, I mean, I, you know, you always hear about how, how nice and genuine he is and all that. Um, but I mean, it was, it was, it, it was true. It was right there. It was, it was so cool. Oh, I, you know, one other thing that did happen was, uh, so I was 29 at the time and I was turning 30 in uh, November and my wife uh, had him like sign a card for me, oh, cool. uh, like a 30th birthday card. Right. So that was, that was really cool getting a, a card from him. But then also, and I, I don't know when uh, Nino was born, but he, he told Karen that him and him and Suzanne were expecting like his first kid. And wow. um, so, so Karen told me about that the next day and I, you know, this is again. It was just websites. There weren't even smartphones back then. I don't. I don't know if he had announced it officially or how that all worked back then. But it was. It was pretty crazy because then, like a few a few weeks later, I mean, you know, they. It was in Entertainment Weekly or something like that, or it was more known. I was like, wow, you know, he he told my wife before he told them <laughs> or something like that. So that was that was pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah. No. And I'm, I mean, I think it's just kind of like the, the aftermath of the whole thing, like I said, is just a lot of people, um, you know, being um, excited for me and then also just having this connection with Al was really was really a cool, cool prize. And, and you know, even, you know, as you guys know, like knowing the rest of the guys in the band is really cool, too. Bermuda's awesome. He, he always gets right back to you. And, and he's he's I just always feel that connection. So in the video, we got to see a little three month old James with his really mm -hmm. curly hair. Right. And you said that you hope he grows up to be like Weird Al. So did he grow up to be like Weird Al? That's a great question. Uh, Dave. I, I'd say that James is definitely um, very funny and very talented and uh you know he he definitely enjoys music a lot so you know when he's 17 now so when when weird al was 17 you know he was obviously still you know getting started so who knows he still could james could end up like like weird al part two i suppose but uh He's on the track. I mean, he definitely, he definitely like. He's funny and he likes <laughs> likes Weird Al. Hey. And my daughter too. Same thing too. That's good. <laughs> awesome. Looking forward to see the Weird James. Uh... Absolutely. We'll do a follow up at some point in a few years. No, we'll be doing a podcast about him in a couple of years. <laughs> oh, he's down. I guarantee you. Yeah, he's into it. Dave and Ethan's 2000 It's James podcast. I love it. I sure love it. So at the end of the episode, I know you said Al only stuck around for about 15 minutes after they stopped filming or so, but you did offer Al something to drink. Did he drink uh, anything? He did not. <laughs> he did not. Uh, I, I said, thanks for coming over. Do you want anything to drink? And uh, no, he did not. Um, and I know you, you would ask me, what he drank if he did take a drink um <laughs> and what I'm color sure it would be uh, what color would it be i'm sure it was gonna be orange um but, okay. 
<laughs> no, I, I I don't know. It's a, it's a great question, Dave. I just I he didn't take anything though. I was going to ask if you kept the cup that he drank out of. And put in the <laughs> I wouldn't have done the dishes forever. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know I don't know how I'm sure he ate, but I don't remember what he ate for sure. <laughs> ask my wife. Yeah. <laughs> and the question everyone wants to know, Jason. Are you yeah. still a Weird Al fan? I am definitely still a Weird Al fan. I believe I force it on my children. Uh, I have a Excellent. daughter now, Emma, as well. She's she's uh, I, I force it on them. I take them to all the concerts. Uh, a lot of family photos with with Al. You know, at, after the show, VIP stuff. And um, yeah, no, I'm 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 a number one fan. But you know, I'm 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 careful with with treading on that because I don't want to get on your guys' bad side or anyone listening. It's not a fight. Well, if anything ever happens to Dave, I know who to turn to. For Absolutely. A Call me. We'll do a podcast together. We'll do, we'll do, we'll do Jason and Ethan's 2001-inch. No, it'd be Ethan and Jason. I'm sorry. Oh, my bad. My bad. Sure. All right, you're That's out. Your thing. It's cool. Jason, thank you so much for joining us. What an amazing, amazing experience. And it's so cool that you get to, you know, experience that and keep artifacts from that and the news story and you get to watch it on YouTube. That, that is so cool. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. You guys are awesome. It's really fun to, to get a chance to talk to you guys. Huge, huge thank you to Jason Alchill. How freaking cool was that, Dave? That was so cool. We finally got to talk to Weird Al's number one fan. After all this time, we finally got to talk to him. You're right. <laughs> you know, so I'm thinking about I'm thinking about how he moved and how, you know, he said there's like some mess to clean up. And I'm thinking like as a super collector and I'm a super collector, Dave, but you're like an ultra mega super collector. <laughs> of course, like I said to him, hey, I bet Dave would want that. Would you actually want the missile? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, as you were saying that, I was looking around my Weird Al room thinking, where could I put a missile? Where would it fit nicely? I'd have to get the dimensions on it. But, you know, maybe maybe uh, Jason and I can work out a deal. Yeah, you get, keep it in your garage or mount it to your ceiling, <laughs> crashing through. <laughs> I'm sure shipping on I that mean, would be, not be easy. <laughs> no, yeah, that, we'd have to make like arrangements to like have it delivered or right. something by truck or something. I don't know because that that I mean, if you look in the video, we for didn't we didn't ask Jason, but that missile is huge. Yeah. it like takes up like like a corner of the room. <laughs> well, plus it's a missile. Like <laughs> exactly. you can't like UPS that. You know, <laughs> he said it came off of a airplane. Oh, I mean, you know, you know how big airplanes are? <laughs> huge. <laughs> It's like a 747 crashing into my den. It's just huge. <laughs> All right. So undecided on the, the missile. Uh, <laughs> what about like the, the bowls? They they uh, screwed to the door. Like, would you keep the door or the bowls? Oh, that gumball doors? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if you could take a door with you. I think that's part of the house. But I mean, I would probably unscrew. Them. Well, you could replace the door, right? Yeah, I guess if if it. You know, but there's doors come in all different sizes, so you know if it didn't fit in your new house, it would just kind of be sitting in the basement. So I guess uh, I would probably, I would definitely take you know the bowls off of it. You know. Yeah, not necessarily the door itself. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about the maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about, you know, we mentioned how the fish died and I, you know, I did shame Jason a little bit. He didn't preserve the fish. Would you have felt tempted to preserve the fish? No, I wouldn't. No. <laughs> I would have given them a proper burial in the toilet or <laughs> No, I probably would have taken them outside and given them a proper burial with accordion playing and with accordion music playing taps yes that's awesome so let me ask you right so you're okay. a big weird al fan yes right? would you take the hawaiian themed curtains oh my god i would yeah i mean i would hang them in every new room i ever moved into <laughs> even with the hula girls on them yeah i would be tempted to get them made into a hawaiian shirt just so I could wear them to Weird Al shows. <laughs> That's a good idea. That is a good idea. That'd be awesome, right? They'd probably be heavy. They're curtains, That's right? Well, so. I don't know if it meant to be a curtain. If you see in the episode, they do have to line the back of them because they were so thin. So maybe, maybe. All right. 
So how about that awesome lamp on the wall? Would you take that lamp off the wall? Totally. I would, yeah, I, I, it would be hard for me not to keep something that was specifically given to me as a Weird Al prize like that. Yeah, I would agree. I would love that lamp. I would definitely take that <laughs> lamp. And I, I could find room for that easily in my Weird Al room. But what about the TV? I mean, the TV is not signed by Weird Al, but it is part of this Weird Al package. And you have to assume a 17-year-old flat screen TV, that thing's got to be like 300 pounds. <laughs> it's going to be, you know, that was back in the day when TVs were really, really thick. <laughs> I mean, Jason said it lasted pretty much 16, 17 years. So I think I would definitely move it if it was still in working condition. Yeah, but would you keep it just for its collectible value if it didn't work after all these years? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot you can do with a TV, you know, frame. You could turn it into a picture frame. You could gut it. You could put on little puppet shows behind <laughs> it. You know, so it, you could repurpose it. Yeah, if it that's a good ready. idea. Yeah, then you don't have a 300-pound thing in your collection. You can, you know, hollow it out and <laughs> store VHS tapes in it. <laughs> so the other big pieces are he had that amazing rug, that couch that Al helped paint, yeah. and the armchair. Now, where would you put those when you moved? I feel like it would have to be my living room for the rest of my life. Those, <laughs> I would have to reuse them every single place I ever lived. <laughs> now, but Al painted, right? He helped paint that couch, right? right? And you would actually sit on his artwork? Yeah, that is a good point. Maybe I would carefully um, skin the couch and then turn it into <laughs> wall art. <laughs> you could get some of those plastic covers and just cover the couch. Oh, that's true. Like a, a like a grandma's house. Like how they... Right, like a grandma's house. <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like if I had a couch that was painted by Weird Al, I don't know if I would sit on it. <laughs> I re yeah, I, I certainly wouldn't want like my friends sitting on it. Like I would let you sit on it, Dave, because I know that your your butt would be respectful. But you know, some people just they're not their butts aren't as respectful to Weird Al paint. <laughs> Although it would be, you know, you could eat like French fries and hot dogs on the couch because if you spill, it just <laughs> it just looks like the couch. it wouldn't matter, right? <laughs> spill some mustard here, yeah, a little bit of ketchup over some here, relish. No one know. <laughs> All right. So lastly. I got to ask you, that great Weird Al eat it cake, would you try to preserve the cake or would you just go ahead and eat it? Now, that's what I wasn't completely sure. Was it a fake cake or a real actual cake? It was a real actual cake that was, you know, presented to him and on a platter, which he kept the platter, which right. I think both you and I would agree we would keep the platter. Oh, of course. You know, I would try and uh, share a piece with Al before he left, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that it was kind of like an afterthought and they just were eating cake and they're like, hey, let's just give this to the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Al just carries around cake with him everywhere he goes? Yes. <laughs> okay. I did like that Al rode up on a moped at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> that was really funny. Well, I think that we should post a link to those YouTube videos in our Facebook group so people can check them out and see the full episode because we've, of course, gone through and talked about them all. And I'd love to hear some of our fans' ideas about what would they do. Would they sit on the couch? Would they <laughs> preserve a goldfish? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I want to really thank Jason for sharing all those amazing pictures with us. And you can check those pictures out over at group.2000inch.com. You know, if I was surprised with a Weird Al room, I bet you can guess who would be the first person that I would call. Well, obviously it would be me. Um, uh, right? It would be me, right? Well, I would call the Don Ferlazzo Allstate Agency in Clifton Park, New York, which this podcast is brought to you in part by. If you drive like crazy or about to buy you a condo, Don Ferlazzo and his team can help you with crazy good auto, home, and renter's insurance. Plus, the Ferlazzo Agency can protect all your favorite stuff, like the giant missile crashing through your house! 
You may think your insurance is good enough for now, but don't wait one more minute. Find the Ferlazzo Allstate on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or call 518-278-3543 for a free quote today. The Ferlazzo Agency, we sell insurance, and that's all. Ethan, I would hope that you would call me second. Yeah, I mean, you'd definitely be in my top 27 people to call. I appreciate that. If I had a giant missile coming out of my ceiling, I wouldn't hesitate to call you, you know, at some point. Dave and I are thrilled to bring you this podcast every week, absolutely free. But, you know, we don't really ask for much in return. So uh, if you wanted to give us some money, that would absolutely help. We have a great system. If you head over to patreon.com slash 2000 inch, you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. And believe us, it really makes a difference. And there's another way you can support the podcast as well. You can visit and purchase something from our official Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast shop. Head on over to shop.2000inch.com where you can find great items like our logo on a t-shirt. Our listener Mike Middick recently posted a picture of his t-shirt over in our Facebook group. Speaking of our Facebook group, you can head over to group.2000inch.com to check it out. Join in on discussions and fun and check out... All the stuff that we posted for this week's episode, including behind-the-scenes photos and, of course, the YouTube videos of Jason's appearance. We want to thank our listeners, subscribers, and, of course, everyone who follows us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at 2000inch. And, of course, we want to thank our Patreon supporters who support us over at patreon.com slash 2000inch. You can find us online at 2000inch.com and make sure you share our posts, you tell your friends about the podcast, and you leave us messages to play on the air by calling 347-SPATULA. It is open 27 hours a day. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and brand new this month, Pandora is now available, or of course, the podcast app or website of your choice. That way, you don't miss a single episode or an insightful conversation about what kind of garbage Dave or I would keep in our houses. (laughs) (laughs) I know what I can do with that missile. I can hollow it out and I can use it to store my year supply of rice the San Francisco treat. And I won't even look like a jerk. That was Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al Podcast, episode 47 Inch. Something to drink or something? (laughs)